I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace, and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before, and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Hey Spirit. Today I had the privilege of sharing my gift with Emily. And the thing that I love about Emily's experience today is I think it reminds us all how important it is for us to create and make space for ourselves. Create that space of love and to invite our loved ones in our lives every day. So if you don't connect with anything else in this episode this week, just connect with the breath. Remind yourself to take that time to sit back and to breathe and to ground yourself, even if it's just for 30 seconds, to breathe and take in the love for yourself, most importantly, and also for your loved ones. Hope you will enjoy this week's episode of Hey Spirit. God bless. Well, welcome to Hey Spirit, Emily. It's very nice to meet you. I never know who I'm going to meet, you know, when I pop into the Zoom, but I come in and I see this beautiful young lady here. So it's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you for saying young. You are beautiful also. Thank you. Yes, you look gorgeous. I always like to ask people how they ended up on Hey Spirit because sometimes people say, oh, you know, I ran into your assistant. I'm part of your fan club. I was at a live show. I just, I called the hotline. So I'm always interested on how someone becomes a guest on Hey Spirit. I have laughed and cried through so many of your shows, both on TV and the podcast. I just love hearing all of them. The messages that you deliver are really meaningful for the other people listening too. And uh, it's just so special. So I called the hotline after hearing y'all say, call the hotline. You never know if you're going to be called. And, and here we are. Yeah. See? Thank you. 
Well, thank you for calling. Thank you for all your support. I love and appreciate you very much because without your support, I could not continue to do what I do. So I thank you very much and I appreciate you very much. And I love that you called the hotline because I always say to people, don't be afraid to call the hotline. Don't say, I love when people say, I never win anything. I just called. I had one gentleman a couple of weeks ago. He's like, I even forgot I called. <laughs> <laughs> How often so, do we get to leave like fun voice messages anymore, right? We're normally texting. And so right? it's kind of fun to leave a message just out there somewhere. That's right. And you never know how that message is going to come back and change your life, right? Like a miracle. Yeah. And I love what you shared also, Emily, on that, how so many people were, are able to connect with and, and take away from someone else's experience. Because that's the thing that I love doing about the podcast, because I used to say what my live shows and even, you know, Long Island Medium, but like the podcast, I find it to be unique and special in its own way, because you're now listening to someone else's messages. And it's almost like you could close your eyes and imagine the messages coming from your own loved ones because you're not watching someone else's emotion. I just think that we're a little bit more in touch with our emotions listening to the podcast. So now listen, when I come out with another television show, you all better still watch. Like, <laughs> Of course, of course, of course. But yes, you are just a pathway to healing for, for so many people and, and to peace in our thank lives. You. So oh, what a thank gift you. I you appreciate are. that so much. As I'm entering the other side, now you're young and I, there's so many souls I feel that are present. And I literally heard, and I don't know who it came from, but I literally heard I'm gone such a long time. So there has to be a soul that is gone for some time. And again, that's your frame of reference. And a lot of times when souls make me feel that way, it validates that they have not missed out on anything, that they have been with you through all of your milestones and knowing of the woman that you've become. Fair enough? Thank you. I'm in my forties, but thanks for saying oh. I'm in my <laughs> I, you guys can't see this, but she looks like she's about 18. So <laughs> bless you. I knew I loved you. Forties is the new 18, I think, right? It is. And and 50 is the new 30, you know? Same well, difference. That's how I feel. Same difference. Yeah. I was a senior center director. Age is just a number. Oh my God. I just love the that. So I will start with the father figure that has departed. So who was that? My dad has passed. Mm -hmm. So know that your dad is the first one to step forward. But when I got to the other side, and I don't know why this is important, because a lot of times a young soul will make me feel like that. And then your dad just said to me, well, I'm young. <laughs> he was always very young, no matter his age. But here's the other crazy thing. These are the things, Emily, that you cannot make up. We were legit having all of these conversations about feeling yeah. young, young at heart. And you look like you're about 20, right? You know, Thank you. And, and we're having all of these conversations. And then for your dad's soul to say that and for you to validate, like I feel like yeah. even through our little chit chat, even through my speech, spirit lets their presence be known. Yeah. right off the bat to kind of ease our fears of them not coming through or fears of them not coming through. Does that make sense? It sure does. Your dad, I heard him say to me, I would always show up for my little girl. Yeah. 
And the thing that I love about that, you know, because sometimes, Emily, some people don't hear a message like that. It's, I'm sorry I disappointed you. I'm sorry I wasn't there for you. And here your dad is. Of course, I would show up for my little girl, my princess. So sweet. Thank you. And I am going to say this. Your dad is gone for some time. Yeah, a hand handful or more of years. Yeah. Okay. Because when a soul shows me like it wasn't so much a separation, it was more of like a time lapse. And then I saw like uh, milestones. So sometimes mm -hmm. it could be if someone graduated, someone got married, someone had a baby, maybe a new job, yeah. whatever it is, it's validating that your dad did not miss out on all of these milestones. Good. Fair enough. Yeah. I got married. Yeah. So know that your dad knows of all of your milestones. And it probably was one of the hardest things to date that you had to do was to get married without your dad. Yeah. I was his little girl. He says, oh, but she knew I was there, Teresa. Your dad, your dad talks like so nonchalantly. Nah, it's okay. She knows. <laughs> so know whatever you felt that day, Emily, that you got married, know that that was your dad's soul. But he showed me that you carried something of his. So I don't know if it was actually a picture, an article of his clothing or something of his, because I can feel it like tucked in my dress and in my bouquet. So did you carry or wear something of your dad's that day? Yeah, I wore um, a special piece of jewelry that came from his mom. So know that he was there to give you away. Do you have children? I do. I have a daughter. Now, who is the mom that is also departed? Yeah, my mom just recently passed. So know that you're, because your dad looked at me and he said, I don't know if she's ready for this. And I said, for what? And I could see someone standing behind him and I felt a mother energy. So I didn't know if it was your mom or his mom. And I looked at your mom and she has tears in her eyes, but it's not of sadness and sorrow. She says, you know, Emily, that I never wanted to leave you or the physical world. And your mom was ill prior to her departure. She was for a short time. Yeah. She says, I don't want you to feel, you know, it's interesting how she made me feel. So I'm going to try because a soul never showed it to me this way before. It's like, she went so quickly. She says, I didn't give up. She says, and I don't want anyone to ever think or feel that. I just knew if I could not live my life on my terms. Yeah. And to put my family through certain things, she says, that I could not do either. To exactly. watch my family watch me be sick is something that I could not do. Yeah, she made her choice, but she didn't give up. She showed me something. I'm going to hypothetical this. Like, let's yeah. just hypothetically say she was diagnosed with a cancer or diagnosed with something. And it's like, okay, well, you know, you could do this, 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 or this. She's like, listen, I want to have a quality of life. It's not about quantity. So whatever it was, she made me feel like whatever the outcome would have been, she would not have wanted to sacrifice the quality of life. Does that yeah. make sense? Exactly what happened. I was sitting there with her and the doctor explained to me, you know, if we do this, this will happen or this will happen or this will happen. 
And my mom said, I heard everything you just said, and I understood everything you just said, and I can make my own decision. She said, when can I call it a life well lived? When can I cash in my chips? She made her choice. She says, I died on my terms. She did. I just got the chills, Emily, throughout my entire body. That's when a soul moves through me, and then you had to have That's felt it as well. That's been happening to me a lot. I've been having full body chills, especially preparing for this. So know that that yeah. is your mom's soul thank you. validating and thanking you for allowing her to leave the physical world with dignity and grace, but more importantly, on her terms. Yeah. Because it was almost like, okay, mom, if that's what you want, okay, now it's almost like, what can we do to make her the most comfortable? How is this exactly. going to be? Like, what can I do for her? And your dad is like kind of, I feel like he's kind of teasing you going, yeah, she had her drinking all these drinks, these special, you know, all this holistic stuff. And she had a lot of fluffy pillows and blankets, <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> we did everything we could to make her comfortable. So yeah, I love how your dad, because your dad first showed me, he's like, I want Emily to know that I was there to greet mom when she left the physical world. There's a part of me, Emily, I feel like that your mom said to me or showed me earlier that what also helped her with this decision in a sense of, I heard you, this is what I want to do, was what happened with dad. Does that make sense? Well, yes, because he lived in a care facility for a couple of years. And that was, he loved, he was forever young, loved to be outside, but he spent wow. his last couple of years in a, in a loving care facility. And she didn't want that to be her, I'm sure, which would have been one of the options. You know, when you shared with me before, you've listened to the, to the podcast, you've watched all the Long Island medium. And yes. here we are in this moment of, this is what I say of when souls, when I need them to channel the way that they need to. There's this part of me that deep in your soul, you know that your parents are together. You know that they're safe and at peace with God. You know that they're healed, but it's this longing for that validation. And what an unbelievable moment of your dad saying to you, this was one of the reasons why her mom chose the choices that she made because of what happened with me. Yeah. And then your mom looked at me and she said, you know, Teresa, Emily is the strongest woman. She says, but it was hard watching her dad. She says, I just didn't want my daughter to have to make those tough decisions and choices the way that we did for dad. She shows me now, does your daughter draw or does she do like drawings? <laughs> yes, she does. She just turned nine, but she's an incredible artist. Unreal. Perfect. Yeah validating that your dad knows of the little girl she's grown to be and your mom also validating that their souls are there when she's drawing. Cause I also don't know if she yeah. drew something of them in heaven or mm. she might've thought of and drew it. She might even have yeah. it tucked away somewhere that you don't even know about. 
I think that happens a lot. <laughs> yeah. So it's validating that their souls are present for that. I know this is going to sound odd, but what was your mom's favorite color? Uh, black or red. Yeah, those are the two. My computer's doing something weird, so. She's chiming in. I Yeah, she totally is. Because (laughs) when things strike me odd, like I, this is what I was saying, like the, when I feel that your parents have been with me since this morning. Because I already had, I was like, oh, you know what? It's freezing here in New York. We just had some, our first snow and it's just icky and damp. But I'm like, oh, I'm going to wear a black turtleneck today. Uh, And I went into my closet and I just opened up and I pulled this out. And it has this black, but this, I feel like our color shirts are like matching, but I felt like this is your mom. Like we had to match. (laughs) Yes. That's exactly. She would be wearing something that would be black and something with like folk art or like art on it. Like that would be her. I've never worn this. I've had this. It has she to be over here. I'm going to show you. Like, look at this artwork on here. She would love it. She and would love something it. made me wear this today. So I feel like I do these things. And I always say this is why I'm good at what I do. Because I allow myself to kind of surrender to spirit. Even having me pick up my clothes. Things that I think about before yeah. I read. It's them preparing for this. Yeah. And really validating for you that even though you married, you have a daughter, you have friends, right? Family. You are not alone. Yeah. Your mom says, I'm sorry that this is the way that you feel at times. But when you feel that way or feel that I'm not there, I want you to hone in and hold on to that moment of allowing you to feel my soul enter you and reminding you that you are not alone and finding space for that. Yeah. I've been trying to fill the hole with love. Yep. But I almost feel like it's almost like, I don't know, do you do like yoga or Pilates or meditate? In my way. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. No. Similar to how you mentioned you're surrendering and you just give space for the time and the thoughts and the people to come through. I. I was doing that this morning also. I try to do that. But your mom says, I want you to create that space every day for you. Even if it's just a minute. I don't care if it's 30 seconds. To take that moment to just close your eyes and breathe in all the love. Breathe in all the support for you from your parents. Thank you. I've been thinking I need to focus on my breath. Now, not a coincidence that you had me say that, you know, and I, I, I share this with people that say, well, you know, meditating, it's hard. It's this, listen, meditating is really hard. I can only meditate for 10 minutes at a time. Mm -hmm. I can't meditate any longer than that. This morning I did struggle with meditating. I was like, oh, oh, I felt my mind wandering and and I've been meditating for years, but this is what happens because it's normal. This is but I allowed myself to feel that. So even if you just take a minute in the morning just to, even if you just do this three or four times, breathe in for four, hold for four, blow it out for eight, that will just kind of center you 
and kind of bring you into your space. She had a hard time breathing when she passed. And so I think about what a gift a breath in is. But she says, I was not afraid to die. She says, and yes, I struggled to breathe. Yeah. She says, but I worked, I took full breaths. Mm -hmm. Do you understand that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, before you said that, your mom actually brought me to her bedside. And she showed me you telling her that it would be okay to let go. But was your husband also present? Mm -hmm. Because your dad stepped forward with your mom and said, we need to tell our son-in-law that we know he's doing everything that he can because he promised us that he would take care of our little girl. Yeah. And it's almost like, I feel like your husband might say to himself, what else can I do for her? I don't know what to do for her. What can I do? And I feel like your mom is saying, you're doing it. You're there for her. You allow her to grieve the way that she feels that she needs to. And they want to take this moment to thank him for that. He has earned that. Yeah, that's really special. Thank you. Yeah. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O- L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. When you have an extra hour in your day, What do you like to do? Sometimes someone might just take a nap, meet up with a friend for a cup of coffee. I think a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time, right? The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you see it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy has helped me in so many ways. It helped me with positive coping skills, how to set boundaries. And lately, therapy has really helped me with my time management. I'm a grandma now. It's a lot, working and being a grandma. And especially lately, therapy has really helped me find time to manage my insane schedule. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HeySpirit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HeySpirit. When you 
said goodbye to your mom. Did you write something? Or was it something that you wanted to? Because I, I feel a little conflicted with this. So she made me feel like she wanted to thank you for all the beautiful things that you said in honor and in memory of her. I gave her eulogy. Perfect. So know that she wants stood to you at a podium. Is that yeah. what you were going to say? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was. I was standing at the podium at the front of the church. So know yeah. that your mom wants to thank you for that. It was a really special thing that I was able to do for her. And I just wanted her to like it. I wanted her to approve. She was a writer and I wanted it to be an appropriate expression of her life. So I read a lot of the things that she wrote herself. Yeah. The way that your mom wrote something, like you didn't understand it or really fully get it or embrace it until you read it for her eulogy. Does that make sense? That's very true. And there was one part in particular that talked about how her belief was that souls are together in heaven and we are all chosen. Um, and you know, we, we choose our parents, we choose our, I'm not stating it as beautifully as she did, but it was so breathtaking as to what she believed about heaven and the afterlife and, and where we all come from. And it was really special. I made everybody listen to it. How beautiful is that? These are the things I say to myself, how would I know that? Yeah. But now we truly understand it. Right. And your mom just looked at me and she said, heaven is a million times more peaceful and beautiful than you ever could imagine. It is nothing like you're imagining it. Yeah. Thanks, mom. She says, I love our little morning connections. So is there something that, whether if you connect, say, like with a hummingbird or like a a red cardinal, like I feel like that there's something happens like every morning or you feel that connection with her soul every morning. I do. I do. And sometimes it shows itself through birds. And um, after she passed, there were some bluebirds of happiness that started visiting the yard. And I hadn't seen it for a few days. And it, it was right out there again this morning as I was coming in from, you know, taking my daughter's school. Wow. I don't connect with birds. I don't connect with spirit in a lot of ways that are common for most. So I love what your mom has done to validate for you is that what you feel, what you sense, what you see, what you believe, know that that is your mom's soul that is with you in these exact moments. I don't know how to interpret this to you. Were you physically there when your mom took her last breath? Yes. Okay. I don't think I've ever said this to someone because she already showed me this earlier. You sitting by her bedside. I feel like you watching her breathe, you telling her that it was okay Mm -hmm. to let go and to leave. But it was almost like you were trying to feel what it was like for her. Or trying to feel, I want to interpret it this way, the peace that her soul would then feel once she released from the physical body. I kept imagining what it would be like in her position. And I maybe didn't get quite as far as the peace part, but I was very much putting myself in her place. 
of what that must feel like when your children are gathered around you and you have to say goodbye. Yes. And what do you say? What do you not say? What do you do? You're just living that moment the best you can. I feel like that your mom's eyes were closed, but then I yeah. feel at one moment she opened her eyes or there was something where you felt that she knew that everyone was there or she felt it because yeah. it was almost yeah. like I could see a tear. Whatever it was, I felt like you saw, witnessed, felt something. I don't care what it was, Emily. Your mom knew what was happening. Yeah, yeah. And she yeah. did it with dignity and grace. I don't think a soul has ever done this to me before. She laid me in the bed, which they've done, but I felt like she's like, I feel like I was taking everything in. I was taking yeah. in every moment. So it was every time someone said something, it was almost like her soul left a little bit more, yeah. a little bit more, a little bit more, a little yeah. bit more. And then I almost feel like you kissed her and her soul fully left. So were there like four other people there or were there three other people there? Yeah. Um, my mom has four kids and we all made it there and plus my okay. husband. Okay. Yeah. So we no. took turns. Oh. Yeah, we took turns. So know that with every goodbye, her soul left. And I see okay. your husband just standing kind of in the background. Like I see him. Letting it, but I hear him talking to your dad, to your mom, uh -huh. while everyone else. Now he's the only one that's going to know that. Yeah, yeah. And it was almost like I, I've never seen it like this before, where the, every time someone said something, I felt a healing take place. Yeah, and I was able to kind of leave the physical body a little bit at a time. Mm -hmm. We read tributes. I was just going to say that because yeah. I, I hear music and she yes, can show I me a book. Hymns. Yeah. Yeah. So know that your mom wants to thank you for playing the music, for what you were reading to her. Cause, and it has to be very spiritual because she's yeah. singing to me Amazing Grace. And then I felt like she was reciting Psalms to me. Yeah. It's just my symbol for whatever your faith mm -hmm. is. What, or maybe it was just spiritual, yeah. whatever it is, your mom wants you to know that she heard you. Thank and you. I feel like it was a lot of her own words as well. You were reading to her. Yes. Yeah. And, and playing the hymns. And I, I heard hymns for days in my head before she passed. And, and a few days after I just kept hearing some of oh, the favorite yeah. hymns. And so I, I played them in the hospital room. So know that she knew. This is the crazy thing, Emily. Like, I feel like your mom's making me feel like you had this communication with her up until they pronounced her past. Like, but yet I see her not communicating. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I knew. Yeah, she was basically <sighs> unconscious for the last day. I could tell when she was going to yes. pass. I got the rest of the people back in the room because they were trying to go out for coffee. And I said, no, I think you need to come back in here. And they made it in the room for her last breath. But it was almost like you were having an open conversation with her. 
she talks to me about her jewelry. So do you have her ring or is there a necklace or something? She showed me her jewelry. Yes. Yeah. We have her jewelry. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I don't know if you had kind of put some pieces aside for your daughter, whatever it may be, because she showed me changing of the jewelry. So that could yeah. be actually physically changing it or changing of hands, whatever it is. Yeah. Just know that because I feel like, I don't know, did somebody want something or did you want something? I'm like, oh, no, no, you have. But I feel like that she was very proud of how it was handled. Does that make sense? Well, I just, I, I want everybody to have what they want of hers. Okay. I don't want to grab onto anything. I want people to come and have the things that are important to them. And then I can kind of deal with the rest. So know you that know. your mom is very proud of the way that you're handling it. Now, did somebody lose the brother? I have a brother who's passed also. Okay. So know that your mom brings him forward as oh, well. I love that. Thank you. But did he die prior to your mom? And my dad. Yeah. Yeah. Your mom said they were both there when I died. Yeah. And there was oh. a part that you knew that your you felt your brother. Like it was almost like you knew when your dad was there and you also knew when your brother entered as well. Yeah. And it's almost like, I feel like that's when you knew it was time. So know that all of the soul, and I'm going to say this, your brother was the one that I saw when I first got to the other side. Because really? I looked at him and I go, was that you? And he looked at me and he went, yeah. He's such a friendly, nice guy. So know that when I first entered the other side and I said, I yeah. feel like someone's gone for such a long time. Yeah. But I feel like that your brother was like my sister needed to, as much as you want to hear from them, you needed to hear from your mom the most. It's true. And your brother looked at me and he said, you know, we understand it. No matter how old you are, no matter how old my sister will be, she will always want her mom. It's true. And we wanted to give her to her today. Thank you. I was her shadow. When I first got to the other side, like I just kept seeing all of these souls. I'm saying to myself, yeah. she's so young. How do we have all these souls? But I really feel like, and the reason why I felt like your brother stepped forward and I heard him, because it was almost like he wanted to protect that for you. He wanted to protect that space of saying, Emily needs to reconnect with mom. Emily, she, she knows that we're all here. It's almost like that validation for you that they're all together. I've always joked that I think I'll have a welcoming committee or I'll, I hope I'll have a welcoming committee on the other side, you know, having been a senior center director and having wow. so many friends that have, have passed and transitioned. That's really special to hear that. But, but good job, Ned. Yeah, good job. Yeah, because I feel like there's so many souls and it's like, where, you know, where are all these people from? I want to say this to you, anyone that you know that has died, know that their soul is present and it's just it their souls illuminate such thankfulness for you such love for you and i'm still laughing at your dad 
I even hate to say laughing because we're in this intimate moment, but your dad just keeps showing me these fluffy pillows, these cozy blankets. <laughs> and I keep saying to your dad, I'm like, why? He goes, he goes, this is, this is it. He's just so funny. Your dad, like you get like a little intimate and a little like uh deep and all he gets like, Oh, like, all like nervous. Yeah. That's, <laughs> like he's got it. Yeah. He's going to just show me the fluffy pillows and the blankets. <laughs> We're comfortable with that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, God. Showing emotion was never his strong suit. Yeah. But I, like I he always doesn't... knew he loved me. Yeah. Are you doing something new with work or your job? I'm a consultant that works with nonprofits. So I get to help so many good causes throughout the community. So, so there's a new project that started. That Perfect. I, yeah. Your loved one. I'm just saying your loved ones. Cause they're all standing there and I feel like it's them congratulating you because I feel like that this new opportunity is even going to be, I feel like it might be a little bit more work, <laughs> but I feel like it's going to be more yeah. fulfilling for you. Like you're going to make differences in people's lives that you can't even imagine. Are you named after someone or for someone? Yeah, Emily is a, is a family name way back, yeah. Literally, I don't know if it's four generations back, but literally I saw four souls step yeah. forward and they're like, this is our namesake. Like we are so proud of the woman that she's become, but how she still carries all of the family traditions and values with her and has never lost that after everything that she's been through. I try. Yeah. Yeah. So know that they all step forward and thanking you for that. And your brother made me feel like your brother is kind of like your dad a little bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> he goes, let me tell you something, Teresa. He goes, it was a little shaky after I died. He goes, oh, a little iffy with Emily there for a while. <laughs> And I looked at your brother and I go, that's funny. And I looked at your mother and I go, is he kidding me? She goes, just pay, pay him no mind to <laughs> That was, it was probably a tougher, a tougher patch. Yeah. But, and it was almost it. like I allowed him to make me feel what he wanted to say. Do you understand yeah. that? But I yeah. want to now interpret it to you on how he made me feel with that. Yeah. That after everything that you've been through, and it was such a difficult time for you and for the entire family. Yeah. How you still take care of everyone else. And your brother says to you, I am sorry what my death left you with. He calls you M. Yeah. He says, but the way that you have carried yourself and took care of mom and dad and everyone else. Cause he's making me feel like you're the baby. Like I everyone am. should have been taking care of you. I am the here, baby. Oh, and here yeah. you are taking care of everyone else. Yeah. I try. Your brother says, I want to thank you. Did your brother die suddenly or unexpected and or tragic? Well, he um, had a brain tumor as a younger man, and then just his health deteriorated over time. But it, it was a surprise when he passed, but he hadn't been able to 
talk or ambulate for a while. So it's it's fun to hear. Oh, yeah. But there's something. I asked him, I said, why did you make me feel that your death was tragic? And he said, well, what happened to me was tragic. It was almost like, I don't know if what happened, what he had to go through with the brain tumor, what it was, it was very, he made me feel like it was very tragic, but then he died very quickly or unexpected. So even if he was ill for some time, struggled some time with this, he made me feel like we weren't prepared for his death. No, uh uh-uh. I don't think my dad was prepared to lose his son. You know, because your brother looked at me and he said, you know, I never should have survived that brain tumor. He said, but I needed to for my family. Yeah. His soul. He had a special role to play still. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that because of that, even though it was an extremely difficult time for you, for the other siblings, your parents, right? he made me feel like that his death or what happened to him wasn't for nothing, but it was for everything. Mm -hmm. Cause it's almost like through that is where and how you learned compassion. That makes sense. That makes sense. You know, I was very young when he had his brain tumor and his life changed forever after that. And I, I never considered how that might have changed how I look at things or look at people. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosa 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Is your father-in-law departed or is it your husband's grandfather? Husband's grandfather would be would be passed. Because I felt like they stepped forward and they saluted him which is my symbol for that they either served our country and or just acknowledging how proud they are of us. They told me that your husband is a self-made man. He sure is. Yeah, he works very hard and helps a lot of people doing it too. So know that his family steps forward and wants to acknowledge how proud they are of him and the man that he's become. Did he lose a childhood friend or was there a friend of his that passed? He has lost a couple of friends recently. Yeah. So know that they stepped forward. I looked at your brother and I said, why did you make me feel like you passed tragic? Because I understand what happened to you, brother. It was tragic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But when I taste blood Uh and I taste other things, it means that I either took something or I died tragically. Fair enough. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Sometimes I'll use the term in uh, untimely passing. Fair enough. And your brother brings forward these gentlemen. And they say, please know that their souls have found a place with peace with God. And I feel that it's important. Now, listen, this does not mean that your husband has to believe in what I do. Doesn't mean that he's got to run to a medium. It's oh, I've just, already taken him to one. It's fine. I, he's a good oh, sport. 
<laughs> well, I always say this to people because I don't want them to feel, you know, like sometimes people don't know how to interpret a message or right. they don't know how to say this to someone or that, oh my God, does this mean that they, that I need now to go? Like, this is what, and what this is about is them just acknowledging your husband and thanking him for not allowing the way that they died to define who they were. Fair enough? Yeah, yeah. And to know that their souls are at peace with God. Yeah. And thanking him. I'm honored to deliver that message to him. Do one or more of them have children? The friends that passed? Yeah. I'm, I'm sure they do. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I felt like there was something like colleague. I don't know if they worked with him or... Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Mm -hmm. um, and then I felt like, please let my family know that I'm okay. Okay. Absolutely. And then even though I left the physical world in a untimely way, mm -hmm. my soul is with God. Okay. I don't know if there were three of them. Yeah. Two or three all at the same time. Yeah. I feel it like it was. Like... A, and then also three can also be like, um, the month of March, the third of a month, or like uh -huh. if they're gone three, three months or like be yeah. able to connect with it, you know, in that way. I watched your mom, her soul, I kind of lean over and kissed you. And she says, I want you to continue on this beautiful journey and doing God's work. She says, and know that I will always, and we all will be eternally proud and grateful for you. That's incredible. Thank you. I'm forever grateful. Sometimes I find it intriguing to share on, on how I watch the souls. Mm -hmm. And I loved how, in when I was giving you the speech, I heard your brother. I had no idea who I was talking to, but I yeah. heard your brother. I was like, oh, I don't think it was the dad that said that to me. And as soon as I saw your brother's soul, I go, ha, it was you. And he kind of looked at me like side eye, like, uh -huh. <laughs> and I love how they said you needed, not that you didn't want to hear from them, but you needed to hear from mom. And yeah. your experience today, Emily, is a validation of that spirit gives us what we need and they know what we need. Amen. Beautiful. You had such a beautiful experience and I loved the way they channeled, the way they interacted and the way they delivered and handled you with such kit gloves as well. So gentle. It's almost like, because that's who you are. You're such a gentle soul. Thank you. Well, they did that to me in life too. I was very lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Amazing. you. Amazing. What a well, gift. I hope the messages that you heard today bring you the peace and the comfort that you were looking for. They yes. did an incredible job. I just, just to feel the love was just beautiful. Well, I thank them so much. And I thank you for this gift and for sharing yourself and being vulnerable with the world oh, and doing so much to, to lead you. by example for all of us. It is really thank special. You. Thank you for doing oh, that for all of us. Thank you so much, Emily. That means the world to me. God bless. True. Thank you. My name is Emily Happy and I am proud from Tacoma, Washington. 
I was really hoping I would have a chance to hear from my parents, my mom or my dad and some other family members who have passed. I like to think I have a big welcoming committee up there, but it was the most special to hear those messages directly from my mom and dad. Well, there's absolutely no way Teresa could have known any of the things that she shared with me. Um, but some of the things that really stuck out, talking about how my daughter does art. I mean, that makes me laugh out loud. And that might seem like sort of a usual thing, but with her art, it is unusual. It's, it's really special. And my mom was certainly a huge fan. You know, hearing about the, the choices that my mom made at the end of her life. And, you know, Teresa, just knowing what those choices were and why she was making those. There were just so many things. I couldn't believe it was really special. She um, gave messages to my husband um, and I wasn't expecting that as much. And I had him send me a couple names and birthdays and stuff just in case. So I wouldn't be a dummy in the moment and not know who was there, but what special tributes to him for really being there and caring for all of us and making our healing possible. He just, he's a caretaker to a lot of people. Just that feeling of, of being with my mom is something that I'm gonna carry with me. The validation that the things that I might think or feel or sense around me, that they really are there, that I can sense my loved ones that's very special. The fact that she said that that Emily, that I'm a namesake for from four generations back, stepped forward to say like, wow, she's making us proud. Like that's wild. That's really special. I'm just so thankful for the experience. You know, I said this a little bit to Teresa directly, but one of the things that I really wanted to do was to give a message of thanks to her and I felt that that was really important. Now I'm gonna start crying again. I really wanted Teresa to know how beautiful she is, how she's a pathway for healing for so many people, how her soul is a blessing to our souls. And I've watched her be vulnerable and do things like get biopsies and have family issues and all of these things that she does that take so much courage just to be herself and to have this gift out in the open in public. It takes a lot of courage and I'm, I'm so thankful. She really is a blessing to the world, so thank you. Hey guys, if you're loving Hey Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. Check out my website at teresacaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.